Welcome to this week's podcast from Bethesda Church of God in Sumter, South Carolina. We hope you enjoy this inspiring message. For more information, check out our website at BethesdaCOG.org.
of living water flowing inside of you. Bethesda, how many of you this morning are full of the Holy Ghost? How many of you are full of the Holy Ghost? Well, I'm going to need more help than what we're getting. Because I'm telling you, this music sounds beautiful to Jesus' ears this morning. As the Father God sits on the throne this morning, this is a sound that gets to his ears. This is a sound that touches heaven. And I was listening in my, in my daily reading in Romans. It was Romans chapter 12, verse 15. And it said, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Listen, this morning the sound is rejoicing. This season is rejoicing. And that's a command. So if your brother or sister is rejoicing in the Lord, you know what that command says? Get to your feet and rejoice with them. Because out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And if I can stand and raise my hands and yell at a football game, and I can stand and raise my hands in the house of the Lord. Because those football players don't know who I am. But Father God knows the hairs on my head. He knows my name. I'm not about to sit here and lose my blessing because I won't stand up and lift my hands and praise and worship the God who created me. Because out of my belly was the rivers of living water. So I challenge you today, stand to your feet, lift your hands, and worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. Is this what the song says? You should have been there when I came through. The church was on fire. The Holy Ghost shoot from the top of my head to the soul of my feet. I felt the Spirit to testify Stepped in the water, the water was cold. 
chapter 7 verse 38 wow I feel the rivers of living water I was thinking now you I don't know you might be new this might be your first experience in this type of service if it is welcome home I have people because we have a television program welcome to all our television people people who watch us on Facebook. And there, I, I, I want to tell you, Sumter is loaded with closet Pentecostals. <laughs> it happens to me like this. I'll be in a restaurant and people walk up and they'll do like this. <laughs> I watch your church. Man, it's powerful. I wish we had something like that at our church. I want to be rude and say, I'm not going to go eat stale bread when I can get fresh bread from throne. But I just try to be nice and say you ought to come in person. If you think it's good online, there's nothing like when hundreds of people get together and they are worshiping in one mind and one accord. Thank you for being here today. To God be the glory. When the Lord gave me this message, he began to steer me in the direction of that there are people who have been dry in their spirit dry in their emotions, dry. And, and, and the reason some are dry is because you won't let go. You won't let go of what is draining you. You won't let go of what is, uh, is, is taking the life out of you. And, and, and it's real easy to blame it on a person it's my wife, she drains me. It's my husband, he drains me. It's my boss, he drains me. It's real easy to, but really, there's no one can take your joy. There's no one can take your, your, your vitality and the springs of living water. No one can do that. You have to let someone do it. Well, it's the old devil. No, devil can't do it devil didn't give you the joy and he can't take it away amen he that believeth on me as the scripture has said out of his belly shall flow rivers everyone say rivers now that's plural 
So thank God. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. You may be seated. God bless you. I want to give you the setting of this scripture. Brother Roger, if you would put, by the way, look, look at the, the picture on the screen right now. I want to thank Brother Howie came up with uh, that front for our bulletin. I'm just telling you, I could sit and look at that thing. That, that's, uh, that's refreshing. It's powerful. Rivers. But I want you to go to the other picture. And I want to put, now this may not have been the setting, but it will give you an idea of where this scripture took place. Something like this. It was a feast of tabernacles and a feast that represented God's provision for his people. God's provision for his people in the wilderness. And during this feast, there was a special ritual that I believe Jesus used to reveal how he was the fulfillment of what they were celebrating. Now the priest would draw water from the well, Siloam, and, and, and joyfully carry the water back through the streets to the temple. And at the temple, the priest would pour the water into a large basin, and in another basin, they would pour wine. So I want you to get this picture that somewhere they'd have a large basin of water, a large basin of wine, and they're getting ready to do a ritual to remind these people. Now, to the Hebrew people, it would symbolize that the river that flowed from the rock in the wilderness, if you remember the story, they were, they were complaining, we don't have water. And, and God let water come forth from the rock and it provided for them. And so year after year, they would do this ritual so that uh, they would remember, hey, God provided for us way back then and God loved us and sent water flowing out of a rock. Now, here to the Hebrew, it symbolized the river that flowed from the rock in the wilderness, but Jesus knew that it meant more. It pointed to a time when the rivers of living water and new wine would be poured out on God's people. It was in this context that Jesus stood and cried. Now, I, this is me, and, and the Bible doesn't say this, and it may not have happened this way, but I feel like in my spirit this is how it happened. They started doing the ritual and water and wine started flowing down the steps and something welled up in Jesus. And, and at this point, Jesus just stands up and, and, and burst out. He goes, if any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. People were looking like, what on earth is he doing? I think he was trying to say, 
that's a good ritual, but there's something better coming. That's a good thing that happened, but I've got something more for you. Little did they know, but the rock that had driven their fathers or given, pardon me, their fathers water to drink in the wilderness, it was he who was speaking and telling them there is something new coming. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse four, it goes on, it says, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was Christ. Now like the priest that poured out the water and the wine, Jesus, our high priest, came to be the baptizer in the Holy Ghost. Now, just a few chapters before this in John, Jesus is mentioned there, and he starts talking about living water. Now, there was a difference here because he had told his disciples, I must needs go through Samaria. So he went and he got to a well where a woman with a bad reputation came to the well. And Jesus said, let me just stop there. Some of us, we can't do anything for God because we're so caught up on our past, on our mistakes, on our what we did before. There's not a person here who hasn't messed up. Come on. So why don't you just tell the devil, shut up and get away from me. I don't want to hear it anymore. Jesus said, I need to go by. So he goes to this well and here comes a woman and, and, and she was a Samaritan. And he said, give me to drink. And you who have studied this scripture know that this woman was taken back by it and she said, how is it that you were talking to me? I'm a Samaritan and we don't even talk. But Jesus said, uh, spoke to her and said, if you knew who asked of you water, you would ask of me. And I would give you water where you would never thirst again. Now, Jesus there told her that you would have a well of living water. Now, when you got saved, that's what started in you, a well of living water, of personal refreshment, of personal uh, help is what that well is, a salvation, a well of living water. Some of you understand that because you used to be dead. You know you were dead. You know, you, I don't mean uh, physically, I'm talking about you were tired of life. You were tired of how things were going. And you asked Christ to forgive you of your sins. And when you did, there was a well of refreshing water that sprung up inside of you. But here in the seventh chapter, Jesus made uh, a different statement. And he said, out of you shall flow rivers of living water. Now, I just want to tell you, when I got saved, my gracious, I just, I, I had to tell, I had to tell everybody. 
I got saved. 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 Sound like a broken record. I got saved. I got saved. I got saved. And, and you know, there's some of you uh, and th that when you first got saved, you were like me. You couldn't tell enough people. Did you know I got saved? Did you know I got saved? Did you know I got saved? I, I just want to tell you. Oh yeah, we've heard it. We've heard it. We've heard it. You tell everybody. And you had that excitement, but after a while, your well dried up. Oh Lord, help us right here. What do you mean? Well, I, you know, I got saved, but I'm supposed to be, that's supposed to be a personal thing. I'm not supposed to share it with anyone because who wants to hear my story? A dry person wants to hear where an oasis is. Oh, come on. A dry person wants to hear where the water is. Amen. A dry person wants to know where they can get a refreshing. And Jesus was telling them there is something different that ha is going to happen here. He was declaring that there would be rivers of living water. What he actually was speaking is a prophetic statement. And he was saying there is going to come the outpouring of of the Holy Ghost. There is going to be something different than your salvation experience. The salvation experience is a well, and it's a good well, but I'm going to give you something that'll be more than a well. I'm going to give you something that's going to be a, a multiple rivers bursting forth from your heart. I wish someone right now would get so thirsty in your spirit because the book of Matthew says, blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled. If you get thirsty enough, you don't care who sees you dancing. When you get thirsty enough, you don't care who sees you praising. When you get thirsty enough, you'll do just about anything to get that quench or that thirst quenched, amen. The fact that Jesus used rivers as a symbol for the spirit-filled life is significant considering that he was the one that carved out the Amazon River. He was the one that put the mighty in Mississippi. He, he was the one that, that with his hand, the Bible says, without him was not anything made that was made. So I, I'm going to give them an Amazon River, and I'm going to give them a Nile River, and I'm going to give the people in America a mighty Mississippi. But all of that pales in comparison to the river that he said, if you'll just open up, if any man thirst, and if you'll come after me, I'm going to give you a river that Amazon and Nile and Mississippi cannot compare to. Someone say amen. Now, now see, uh, the, America has over 250,000 rivers with a total of about three and a half million miles of river. Aren't you glad? How many of you have a boat? Not many of us have a boat. Aren't you glad there's a river? Yeah. And, and, and the biggest river in terms of deepness is the Mississippi, but the longest is the Missouri. 
And God gave us multiple rivers even to enjoy our life. But I want you to look here that where there is a river, there is life. Bring a river to a desert and it produces an oasis. The Amazon basin, listen to this. The Amazon basin with its miles of rivers hold more species of plants and animals and produces more of our oxygen than any other place on the earth. Jesus and God were carving out rivers and they said these people are gonna need to breathe and they, they might not know it right now, but we'll just help rivers to help produce it. See, some of us, we go through the motions. It's kind of like this. The alarm clock goes off. We get ready. We kiss our spouse goodbye. Say bye to the children. Kick the dog and walk out. <laughs> We get through with work. We come back in, kick the dog, tell the kids, get to their homework, kiss the wife, eat our dinner, go to bed. Next morning, same thing. All throughout the day, we're hearing yak, 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 yak. We try to listen to the news. We hear this isn't any good. That isn't any good. We're this and that is wrong with our world and it drains and before long we're dry and we're cracking and, and, and no wonder we're kicking the dog and no wonder that we don't have any joy because uh, we, we've, been, we've been drained. Uh, life has been sucked out of us. Come on, y'all help me out here. But what happens here is there has to be a river. And Jesus said, I'm not going to give you a river. I'm going to give you rivers. Now, rivers produce pure life. When I was a kid, we went to the mountains and went camping. Now, if you've ever been to a mountain stream, if you step down on some of the rocks, the rocks are slippery. They have like this green I guess algae or something growing on it or some kind of plant thing. And it, it, it would gross me out. I didn't like stepping on that, you know. And, and I, I heard a park ranger talking about all the critters that are in a river. I mean, they showed lizards and, you know, the fish. I've, I figured that, but I wasn't cool with the lizards being in there. So from then on as a kid, I, I wanted to play in the water, but, but I wanted to make sure where my feet were going. You know what I'm saying? And, and, but then I was out there playing and I got thirsty and my dad said, son, and I've never forgotten this. He said, just get you a handful, cup your hands and drink it. I'm thinking there's lizards in this water. <laughs> There's junk in here. There's that green junk that doesn't feel good underneath my feet. And he says, son, the water is moving. As long as the water is moving, it's purifying itself. As long as that water is going, 
You don't have to worry about it. I want to tell you, there was something special about that. Yesterday, we went on a four-mile hike. I, it brought me back to the thought when my mother and, and my family, we went on a hike up in the mountains. And I've told you about this before. They told us it was this beautiful cave and we were all excited. So we climbed up this mountain. We get about halfway. And, and one of the worst things you can ever tell a hiker is we're halfway there. Uh, you know, I don't want to hear halfway. I want to hear it's just around the corner. I, but anyway, we got up there. And by this time, our tongues are dragging. I mean, we're, my mother and I, and we're, we're talking about what we would give for water. We didn't bring water. We weren't hikers. What we have, would have given to be at one of those mountain streams with a river flowing. And, and, and we got there. And may I tell you what it was? It was an indention. I mean, the whole thing. It wasn't a cave. They lied. My mother looked at me. My mother looked at me and she said, they have lied to us. That's no cave. So we're coming back down. When we got about halfway down, the man pointed out a stream. Now, when I say a stream, that stream was coming from a river. It was just a little stream. But he said, if any of you are thirsty, here's a good place to get a drink. I want to tell you, that was green junk. That was, it didn't look like anything. But my mother and I, we got down there like two dogs. And I'm telling you, we wanted that water. We got that water. I, I'm telling you, it kept us from killing a park ranger. That water did something for us. Do you understand? When you get that pure running water, it'll make you look different. It'll make you act different. It'll make you want to keep going when you don't feel like going. We need a river. Some of us need a river. Some of us are battling dry marriages, dry relationships. Some of us are so dry that no one wants to be around us. Have you ever heard people say, I don't know what's happened to so-and-so. They used to be so fun. They used to be so nice. I, I loved being around them. But now all they are is a grumpy old mess. What happened to them? They had, they forgot to visit the river. Or either they have blocked up, dammed up the river. Today, it's time to get the Holy Ghost to dynamite some of these blockages out of us and let us start having the flow where people can say, he's a party animal again. He's got his joy back. I've got my husband back. I've got my wife. Listen, I believe some of you men listen to me. If you would get the river flowing again, your wife might meet you at the door again. Your wife might be saying, hey, baby, I was counting down the minutes till you got home. And you might start looking and saying, my Lord, I would have gotten a river a long time ago if I'd have known that. Come on. Come on. You know what I'm talking is true. You know. You look in the mirror. You know that you're dry. You know that you're messed up. 
Come on. Well, I don't need no preacher telling me. Well, then why are you dry? Come on. Now I'm going to skim over because I'm on page two of page five. So I'm going to skim over. Listen to this. A river will give you pure life. I do have to dwell here just a second. Does anyone see stupid written across my forehead? I, I have to admit there must be stupid somewhere. I'm not wearing makeup, so somehow there has to be stupid written on me. Because how smart do you have to be to figure out that you can take water and put it in a bottle and people will buy it. When I first heard about that, I said, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Turn the spigot on. Get you a glass. I'm not going to go buy water. We buy it by the case. And you do too. I do not have time to tell you all the water products. This one is Nestle or Nestle, whatever, how you, how you pronounce it. Nestle. I thought someone corrected me one time. The number one water is Fiji, and it's the number one artesian water. Uh, the, the, the number one best mineral water is Evian. The, the number one cheap water <laughs> is Crystal Geyser. The number one water for recyclable packaging is one called Just Water. <laughs> How many of you remember when you got hot enough, you turned to spit on, pick up the hose? How many of you remember the, the taste of that nasty hose until the, the water had run a little bit? Come on, when you get thirsty enough, look here, you can have a thousand bucks in the back of your pocket, but you'll turn that spigot on and drink out the hose when you get thirsty enough, amen? Y'all know what I'm talking about. When you get thirsty enough, you don't care if you're drinking Nestle or if you're drinking Evian. You just say, give it to me and I'll swallow it. Let's get a river. Let's get a river where there's pure life. River produces life itself. Uh, rivers attract life. Now, I'm not a great hunter, but one thing I do know is if you can get a spot early in the morning near where the deer are gonna come drink, you can almost guarantee that you're gonna have something if you had that right spot. You know what I'm talking about? Cause they're gonna drink. They're gonna find that water. When someone is thirsty, 
Let, give, give me two or three of you guys over here. Come up here real quick. I'm about through. Y'all spread out. Just spread out a little bit. See, here's how the world does it. The world's going, life has been terrible. I just feel like killing myself. No joy, no happiness. So they start looking. They start looking. When they start looking, it's something like this. Hey, Howie. Howie's got no bad attitude. Howie's mean, cranky, grumpy. He's kicked the dog on the way out. I'm going, I don't want that. I pass by that. I get over here, and here's a man. He tells me everything that's wrong, everything that's ever gone wrong in the history of his life, his granddaddy's life, everything that was wrong with the church service, how come he couldn't get a blessing, how come the choir didn't do it right, how come the preacher is still preaching at six minutes after 12. I'm going to pass by that. I'm already dry enough. I don't need him drying me out more. I don't need him drying me out more. But I get over here, and, and this guy, I, I'm saying, man, it's been rough. And he's got this dumb smile on his face. What you smiling about, man? Because, man, I feel good. What you feel good about? I've got the river. What kind of river you got? Oh, and, it's, and it flows. It flows. I'm going, oh, so you one of them. And he goes, yes, I am. And if you need some, I know who can connect you where you won't ever be thirsty again. It's rivers of living water. I'm going to go to my back page. Everyone stand. Everyone stand. Listen. Out of your belly. Now, if it was just the size of your belly, I would be getting a bigger blessing than many of you. <laughs> but it's out of your innermost being. Right? Out of your innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. Out of your belly, when my wife was pregnant with my daughter, and, and I just, I think pregnant women are beautiful. Yeah, I do. I don't do this because it's inappropriate, but when when a pregnant woman is waddling, I just want to put my hand on her belly and say, oh, look at that. That something, something, something special is about to happen. I'm so happy for you. What I'm trying to tell you is you, you, you're about to rejoice of a birthing. Something new is getting ready to happen. Their life is going to be changed forever. Some of us need to get where out of our belly, life starts happening. Rivers of joy. For those of you who know this story, David 
was bringing back the Ark of the Covenant, which meant he was bringing back the presence of the Lord. And the Bible says he danced before the Lord. I looked at this two ways. I wonder if David was dancing because of past victories and going, man, the power of God helped me defeat the giant. The power of God put the anointing on me to be king. The power of God helped me to escape the attack of uh, King Saul. The power of God has given me victory after victory after victory. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Oh, he, he might have just danced over past victories. Or he might have danced prophetically. If he did all that, what in the world is he getting ready to do when I get the presence of God back in our midst? If God has been this good to you to this point, wow, what can we expect in the year 2019, the year 2020? 21, 22, until Jesus comes. I believe he might have been dancing prophetically. Oh, God's getting ready to, some of you might need to start dancing prophetically. What do you mean prophetically, preacher? I, where you're just prophesying over yourself. I don't feel it. I don't see it. My wallet doesn't show it. Nothing's showing it, but I'm gonna dance anyway. I'm gonna dance before the Lord because I believe that he's gonna put the river, two last points, the river of obedience. Because in Joshua chapter six, verse five, they were told to march around the wall. They did what God said and God brought the victory. And joy came because they were obedient in the last one. There's rivers of remembrance. Hannah was praying. She's in the, she's praying and she was moving her lips, but no sound was coming out. And the priest looked at her and said, you old drunk woman. Here she is coming to church, messed up like that. I just want to tell you, if you're in church today and you're messed up, you're at the right place. But she wasn't messed up. He read her wrong. She said, I'm not drunk, but I am praying that God will give me a baby. And she prayed and the man of God prophesied over her. She was barren. She felt inadequate. But then, Something was birthed in her belly. The day came that baby was born. Don't you know that there was some joy in that home? A smile that no one could wipe off. And I'm saying here today, look what the Lord has done. He healed my body. 
He touched my mind. He saved me just in time. Oh, I'm going to praise his name. Each day is just the same. Come on and praise him. Look what the Lord has done. Amen. 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 I want every head to be bowed for just a moment. This is going to be a quick altar invitation. I want my altar workers to come right now. I want you to come get ready. Here it is. While every head is bowed, I don't want anyone looking around. Preacher, I'm dry. It's because I'm lost. If I died, I would not go to heaven. I'm not proud of that, but I'm just being truthful. If I died, I would die and go to hell, and I do not want that to happen to me. I want that living water. I want you to raise your hand right now. It's me, preacher. I need the Lord. I need him to forgive me. God sees the hands that are going up. Yes, he does. He sees the hands. Could I ask you to be real bold right now? Come on. I'm stepping down from this stage. Would you come? Would you come and meet me at this altar? Would you? Would you come quickly? You raised your hand. That's the Holy Spirit that moved you. Don't let the river pass you by. Don't let that river not flow in your direction. Would you come? Would you come? Now I'm going to ask every person, every person, if life has been drying you out, if circumstance have dried you out, I want you right now, I want you in Jesus' name, I want you to take that first step and I want you to make your way here. I want you to come very quickly. Come on, make the move right now. In Jesus' name, preacher, I've been dry. I've been weary. The devil's been trying to sap my my victory and my joy but today 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 right now right now i'm going to regain it come on come on there's others there's others i'm not going to just try to do a wholesale deal today you know in your heart whether you're dry or weary right now is your time come on in jesus name in jesus name father god I pray right now that you would break every, every hindrance that is causing people to stay in their dryness. Let them make their steps towards you right now in Jesus' name. Come on, while every head is bowed, right now. I would move on if I could, but the Spirit of God hasn't released me yet because there's someone else. I don't believe there's just someone. I believe there's numbers that you've been going through dry periods and it's affecting your life, it's affecting your business, it's affecting your home, it's affecting your marriage, it's affecting you. Come on. What will people think? People will think, man, smart move. Smart move. They went and got it taken care of. Listen, there's at least five more people. How you know that? Because the Lord just spoke to me. There's at least five more people. At least five more people 
that you've been going through a tough time and God's going to refresh you and God's going to start bringing new life to you if you'll make the move right now. Right now. Come on. Some of you have been going through physical ailments that has drained you. I mean, just, just trying to keep up. In Jesus' name. Right now, in Jesus' name. I want everyone to stretch your hand toward these. Stretch your hand toward them. Right now, in Jesus' name. There, there's some more that have not come, but we're, we're going to move forward. I hope, I hope that you'll make a move. I hope you'll make a move. Don't go home dry. Don't go home weary. In Jesus' name, stretch your hand toward these at the altar right now. Heavenly Father, you know those who have been going through the weariness, the dryness of their spirit. Things have drained them. Lord, I pray right now that rivers of living water, rivers of living water would start flowing from them again. The things that have bound them, the things that have blocked their joy, the things that have caused them to lose their smile, to, to lose their enthusiasm for life. Help them to receive it right now. Help them to receive the rivers. Lord, flow from the left, flow from the right. Lord, I pray it be a rushing mighty river. Drink right now. Drink, each and every one of you, drink. Drink in the name of Jesus. Drink. Drink. You might not have come to the altar, but just reach up and drink. Drink from the fountain. Drink from the fountain. Jesus, right now, in your name, in your name, I'm asking that you would do the mighty work for those who are watching on television, those who are watching with Facebook or any other means, dear Lord, right now, let them lift up their spiritual cup and let them receive a filling and let them drink with happiness, drink with joy. Father, Father, I've got to speak this in the name of Jesus. If you've been dry, I want you to raise your hands. Just be honest, whether you came to the altar or not, raise your hand, raise your hand. There's spiritual warfare going on right now. The devil did, did not want you to make a move. The devil wants you to leave here dry. In the name of Jesus, lift up your hands right now. Father, based upon your word, John 7, 38, he that believeth on me as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. In the name of Jesus Christ, right now by the authority of Jesus Christ, I release the rivers and I, through the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost, break down every hindrance that is keeping the flow from coming in their hearts and their lives. Right now, right now, spiritually say, Lord, I receive it. Right now, Lord, I receive it. I receive it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I receive my, my, my blessing. 
right now. I'm expecting it. Some of you might want to dance prophetically. Some of you might want to praise prophetically. Just start praising him. I don't feel it. I don't see it, but I'm going to praise him anyway. Oh, yeah, it's going to come. The river's coming. The river's coming. My joy is coming back. My joy is coming back. My joy is coming back. Hallelujah. 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 In the name above all names, Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen. If you were not a Christian when you got here, but you asked Christ to forgive you, and you believe that he forgave you of your sins, would you just raise your hand up high? I'm not ashamed of it. Jesus forgave me. Thank him for saving my soul. Are there any? I saw hands. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Give God praise. Give God praise. Amen. If you need a Bible, if you'll see me after church, we'd love to give you a Bible, help you get started. We have some material. I'm not going to dismiss this today. I'm going to say go in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And let's quote our scripture today. And let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope that you were inspired to live a life of purpose for Jesus Christ. For more information, check out our website at BethesdaCOG.org. God bless.